0: We love the Employee Retention Tax Credit and what it does for clients. Find out if you qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. As the first and only CPA firm in the country solely offering ERC services, JWC has helped thousands of businesses claim over $500 million in tax refunds. We're a licensed and regulated CPA firm committed to client education without the gimmicks and deception of unlicensed ERC companies. Learn how to qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Maggie, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, thanks for being here, and thanks for taking some time out of your busy day to hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup Show. You know, on this show, we love to talk about the world of startup Imagine that, the good, the bad, and what we like to call the gritty. So, I'm curious to learn what your experience has been in the world of startup. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory and what really brought you to present day with what you're doing at Shop Thing.
1: For sure. There's definitely lots of gritty. So, can't wait to get into that. Yeah. Um, I spent the last 15 plus years in technology. Prior to Shop Thing, I was part of a mobile service agency. So, we basically created mobile apps for the country's largest banks, quick service restaurants, loyalty, lobby, what have you. So I spent a lot of time on the product and operation side of the tech world. Sold that in 2015 to the Vivendi Group, which is the world's largest communications company. Worked three years on the executive team. And then I actually came across this trend in Asia, Uh, called Live Shopping, had never heard about it before, but ended up watching, you know, these Chinese influencers sell everything from pancakes to banana holders to cars to real estate, like just the most outrageous uh, phenomena. And I couldn't understand a single thing. It was all in Mandarin. But of course, I was addicted. And I spent an embarrassing amount of time watching these people sell everything and anything. Uh, And of course, coming from the tech and the product side, the first thing I did was, see if anything like this existed in North America. I found this massive white space. Nothing existed at the time in 2018 and decided it was really my life's mission to bring this, you know, new way of commerce to the West.
0: Amazing. And and, and that launched in 2018, you said?
1: We launched in 2019 on Black Friday, which we thought was a great idea. Um, never a good idea to launch an e-commerce business on Black Friday, by the way. It didn't go poorly for us, but, you know, just Word of of advice to anybody that wants to do that. And then, you know, as luck would have it, four months later, the world shut down. Uh, Here's where the gritty comes in. In March 2020, we had just taken on this like crazy office space, massive lease, and the entire world shuts down. Uh, And so I thought at that time, I'm not going to have a business anymore. We are, you know, our business is walking into store. I didn't even tell you what my business is. We walk into store, we partner with brands and host these incredibly engaging live shopping events. So think QVC, but new age QVC on mobile, really engaging, and it's done with influencers. So an influencer will walk into a store, they'll host a live shopping event. They'll try on a shirt, a pair of pants, a handbag, shoes. Uh, and our consumers are tuning in in real time. They can ask questions, they can engage, and they can purchase. Um, and we handle all the fulfillment and purchase on behalf of the customers.
0: All right. So walk me through all this. All right. So first of all, who's filming the virtual shopping thing? Is this all done on a phone?
1: It's all done on a phone. Super low tech, very organic. We didn't want it to be a, you know, this studio setup that uh, was highly produced. We know that Gen Z really likes that authentic approach. And so it is literally, I can take my camera, get in front of a mirror and shoot an entire event in in real time.
0: Okay. So what's the purpose of the app then?
1: So the app is where all the events live. So as a consumer, you'd hop on the app, see what events are happening right now, what's upcoming. You can go through literally the entire purchase flow and everything happens in app. So you would think about our app, like the TikTok of live shopping. Uh, you hop in there, you get all your content, you purchase the things that you want to purchase.
0: Okay. So um, what kind of, is this just for female clothing or is this male clothing too?
1: I'm glad you asked. We're actually having. I was an all- like, I'm feeling
0: kind of attacked here. It feels we're very. We're having very-
1: an all men's day today, so all of Let's our. Go. Yes, all of our shoppers across all of our markets. Uh, it's our first test in, into an exclusive men's day, just to see how it does. We do have a men a male base. It's just much smaller. It's about twenty percent of our base, uh, but we're really hoping to up that with initiatives like the men's day, and then bringing in more male shoppers as well.
0: Well, I'm in Miami. I mean, there's a couple of places to shop down here, and I mean, I haven't exactly been scared of a camera. <laughs> so we may need to have a conversation, Maggie.
1: Amazing.
0: So, uh, how? So, you guys launched in 2019. Uh, the world shut down in 2020. What did you do when the world shut down? You had that big office space.
1: Um. Well, first we were like, maybe we need to pivot the business. Spent about two months figuring out how we how we would pivot it, and then a magical thing opened. Stores opened back up. But consumers were still really weary of going into store and brands weren't getting the foot traffic that they were used to pre-COVID. And so they were really, um, really excited about us going in there and and being a distribution channel for them. And consumers were really happy about us going into store on their behalf. And so our business kind of exploded. So COVID was a massive accelerant for us. Ah, uh, continue to grow, 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 and then we were bootstrapped. We just raised our first institutional round of funding earlier this year, so that was really exciting. And just focusing on continuing to scale and bring this technology uh, to the rest of the U.S.
0: Okay, so um, the, the how do you find the stores and how do you find the influencers?
1: I yeah, mean, you, can't, so have-
0: you can't swing a dead cat without finding an influencer. But how do you how do you identify the stores and the influencers and match everybody up?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. So we have a partnership team that works really hard on bringing our brands on board. And then we have an influencer team that works really hard on bringing the influencers on board. And then what we like to do is the way we pair them is we ask our influencers what brands really speak to them and is really genuine to who they are as a person. The reason we do that is because, you know, Gen Z is a very savvy consumer and they're, they're our base, most of our base and they're a really savvy consumer. They can call BS really, really easily. And so if I threw an influencer into a brand that wasn't, you know, didn't resonate with that person, with her, Uh, Gen Z wouldn't understand it. They, They call BS on it and they wouldn't purchase it. So for us, you know, a lot of it is content curation that happens from the influencer. And that has to be really true to who they are. And that's really how we pair them.
0: Yeah, I love that that's happening. And I've been talking about this for a long time. I think everybody's sick of the guru and sick of the expert and sick of the influencer. And I think we're moving into this creator space. Influencer, by definition, is someone who can influence a buying decision. And there's been a lot of these people popping up over the past decade, I'd say maybe the past five years. And you're like, there's no way that person is interested in that product or service, which in turn doesn't influence anybody. And I've said that the tide is really going out um, and really starting to, to separate you know, the true people that have clout and great content. There's a ton of influencers with incredible content that have built a great, great business. In fact, there's, there's influencer agencies now that manage wow. these, manage these influencers. So um, uh, it, it's fun to see that you, you, you share my thought process on hey, making sure let's make sure the brand that the, that the individual aligns with the brand. There's not just a check associated with it um, of just you guys today. <laughs> um so <laughs> you guys i absolutely love I, ne- I never use this product
1: on. bang on and i'll tell you i mean we're doing it because we think it creates really really great genuine content yeah. but you also see it in the numbers if i pair an influencer we've, we've done in the past with a brand that doesn't make sense to her or him it just doesn't sell because our consumers can they can see it
0: it doesn't it doesn't convert. So. Uh, is there are you guys going to build on top of this, or just continue to expand this existing model and look to go in other, you know, other areas and locations?
1: Yeah, we're going to continue to expand this model. So right now we're in p- premium luxury, contemporary. We just launched pre-love a few months ago, so that really nice, like circular economy sustainability which Gen Z loves, uh, and we love so much. It's doing exceptionally well. We are we piloted Beauty, so we're going to launch in Beauty next. It's the number one selling category in Asia. And then from there, we'll continue expanding verticals. We'll continue expanding into new markets, bringing on new retail partners. Uh, and we'll see where we go from there.
0: Yeah. QVC, watch out. Watch out. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town doing things way better than you. <laughs> I
1: didn't, say it. I, didn't I, say it.
0: I did. It's my show, damn it. All <laughs> right. So uh, well, let's talk about Startup World for a minute. Uh, what's the worst part of the startup experience for you, or what has been?
1: <laughs> It is so lonely. (laughs) As the captain of the ship, it is incredibly lonely. I didn't know that going in. Um, Just about a year, year and a half ago, I decided, you know, the best way for me to be less lonely is to build a community of other founders and CEOs that I can really commiserate with. And so I've, I've spent a lot of time doing that, but it is much far more lonely than anybody thinks and way less glamorous, way less
0: yeah, it is. It definitely is. The uh, everyone gets the sizzle reel online and then uh
1: totally.
0: the, the real nitty, nitty gritty. That is that is for sure. What what's the best part of the startup process besides money?
1: Uh, I mean we have no money yet because we're still a startup, but the best part I it's would like say when you
0: when you when you fi- when you finally get it. Finally, <laughs> finally.
1: we're working there. Um the best part is is watching the things that you do day in and day out impact, especially from a consumer business, because we're not B2B, we're B2C, but watching the impact on the consumer side, watching people use your app, having people come up to you in random places and say, hey, oh my gosh, are you from Shopping? I love this app. I use it. It's just, it's the most rewarding thing.
0: I love it. I love it. What's the grittiest part? Not just the, the your gritty experience there, but just the overall gritty experience of startup.
1: The grind, there's just, it's all grit. Honestly, it's all gritty. A lot of grind. I can, I don't know how much time we have, but I can go into stories upon stories of how we, you know, one time we set up a fulfillment center inside a hotel room in New York City. Like, if that's not grit, I actually don't know what is.
0: That's a great grit story. Holy (laughs) cow. Yeah. That's exactly what I was looking for when I asked that question. <laughs> yeah, it will always be that way. But it, that's the, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the drug of being an entrepreneur. It it's, is. The, it's the grit. You're like, I need another hit. Let's it's go. Exactly Problems. Yeah. Sales. Yeah. You what the it.
1: fuck am I doing?
0: <laughs> yeah. All, it's all- insane
1: when you're living it, but then when it's done, you're like, oh man, I want to do that again. I want right, to be exactly. super gritty and I want to be on the ground. And
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, that's why, uh, you know, that's why there's a thing called serial entrepreneurs. Cause you, once you get done with one thing, you're like, all right, what's next? Let's dive right back in. Well, Maggie, it's been so great to learn about you and shop thing, and uh, we got to keep in touch here. I love what you got going on. There's a couple influencers running around here shopping in Miami, so I'm sure there'll be some crossover. I got some Toronto friends, too. Somebody I want to introduce you to uh, when we get off the interview I'm going to tell you about right now who's in your backyard. Uh, Speaking of grit, um, but it's been great to learn more about you and meet you as well, too, and I appreciate you taking some time out your day to hang out with us here. Any final thoughts for our listeners?
1: I have so many thoughts. Uh, Final thoughts. I would say everybody should be an entrepreneur. If you can, there's a lot of resources today that didn't exist 15 years ago when I was early on in my career. There's incubators and accelerators. And if you think you have a good idea, try it. Okay. One more final thought. If easy, somebody would have already done it. It's supposed to be hard. So grind through it, you know, love the grit, understand that it's part of the process.
0: That's an outstanding way to end an episode. And a great final thought on there. Maggie, thanks again for your time. You absolutely rock and keep changing the world, uh, doing work that matters here. I mean, come on, who doesn't want a guided shopping experience from the comfort of
1: their own home? Exactly. Thank you for having me.
0: You got it. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by gritdaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at gritdaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway For You app, or head in-store to find more great deals at Safeway.